This parable today about the laborers in the vineyard kind of remind me of the story the Polar Express. Any takers? And it's funny because this is the second time that I've referenced Christmas this week. But no, I'm not here to talk about Christmas, but I do want to talk about trains. So the story, the Polar Express, it's about boys and girls at a critical time in their life were on the verge of losing their faith in Christmas. And just in that moment, the Polar Express shows up at their door. And the main character, this young boy, he wants to believe. You read that in the book and you see that in the movie. He wants to believe, but he's bombarded by doubts and skepticism. And he finds himself being kind of bitter thinking that he's been duped all these years about Santa Claus, and he's resenting those who do believe. And then just in that moment, the Polar Express pulls up at his door, and the conductor uh, explains to him, aha, he says, no picture with the Santa Claus this year. He says, no letter to Santa Claus this year. He says, this is your critical time. He says, if I were you, I would think about getting on board. And what's great about this image of the train, as I keep on saying, that it comes to them. It shows up at their doorstep just at that critical moment when they're stuck and when their faith is dwindling. And this parable that Jesus tells us, his disciples, this is at a time when his disciples are trying to persevere in following him. And he says, the master goes and searches out those who are stuck, those who are idle. And he asks those laborers, why are you standing around idle all day? He says, go, come, work for me, and I will give you the full reward, regardless of when he discovers them. So what does it mean to be idle? We hear that a lot. Uh, In some ways, idle can mean not being active, but having the potential to be active. Or it can mean being purposeless, but having the potential for purpose. It can mean avoiding work that's just waiting to be done. It can mean not being used, not being employed, or running slowly without exerting any power, like a car, as an idol. Hence, To be idle, you're waiting to be brought out of idleness, that potential. And at different times in the story, the master finds people who are stuck. He finds, at first, people at dawn. Then he finds, he goes out, he finds people at 9 a.m., at noon, at 3 p.m., and then somewhere around 5 o'clock. And these... These times, okay, so when Jesus was telling the story to the Jews, they would have understood these different times differently than than we would because in the Jewish religion or in the culture, of course, dawn is the first moment. That's the first moment of their day. And then around 5 o'clock, when the sun goes down, that is the last moment of their day. So Jesus is saying through this that there's no point in the journey when the master can't find someone who's stuck 
and give them a place on, their, on his team. And you know, when we hear this parable, usually we would hear the dialogue, or we would hear the story between the different workers who came at the beginning and the end in competition. We would take it that way. But I would say today that this story is more about hope and relief because we've all felt like that veteran disciple that's already been on board, they're ready to go, they're already working, they've been working for a while, but at times I think most of us have also felt like the newcomer who's just gotten on board or they're just getting back on board. So thank God that the same reward is given to each. The same reward is given to those who find their faith really early on, and it's also given the same to those who have fallen away from their faith, or people who never find their faith until the last critical moments. So thank God for that. And the point is it's never too late to jump on board or jump back on board. And every time we get stuck in idle, every time we get stuck in idle, Jesus approaches and he invites us back on his team, prepared to give us his full reward, no matter how long we've been stuck. It's kind of like going to confession, right? Whether it's been two days since we've been in confession, or earlier that day, or whether it's been two years, or 20 years, it doesn't matter. The grace and the freedom and the absolution and the reward is the same every time. That's why it's almost an addiction, right? It's keep coming back to confession. It doesn't matter. So no matter how long we've been off track or how stuck that we've gotten, Jesus is already waiting there with a hand extended towards us to lift us back up and set us back in motion. So what's causing you to get stuck? You know, or what's trying to cause you to be idle in life? And I think we all know the answer to that question. So name it. You know, name it. And then name that it doesn't come from us. And name that it doesn't belong to who we are. Because we're made to be in motion. We're made to walk forward with Christ. And one of the devil's great tricks on us is when we're stuck, when we're down, he makes us think, stay there. Just sit there trying to think your way through it. Fix it on your own. You know, you don't have to get up the second. There's always tomorrow. But what does our master say to us? He says, why are you standing there idle all day? Get up. Get moving. Come work for me, and I'll give you the full, full reward. So God simultaneously employs those who are already on board with him and at the same time searches out those who are stuck 
an idol, just waiting to give the same fullness to them, to anyone who just accepts his invitation. So, especially when we look around the church, and we walk around in the streets, we remind ourselves that we're in this together, because we're all at different places, but we're all given the same offer, the same reward. So we need to work together. So whether you're on task right now, if you are on task with your faith, and you're good to go, you're moving forward, then reach out. Look for someone who seems to be down or stuck. And if you're in a place where you're down right now, be open to that helping hand from anyone who God might want to use to surprise you. And I think most importantly, when we're there in that low place, just picture, imagine Jesus' hand kind of gently reaching out to you because it's there. He's already there, offering you way out and offering you way forward. You just believe and actually accept it. So like those children on the Polar Express, just looking for faith and purpose, instead of competing with one another, we reach out and we try to stir up each other's faith and we grow together as we move forward along. Because no matter where we are at right now, what's true for each of us, all that really matters is getting on board.